This is HPR episode 2867 entitled The Kenwood TS940 Automatic Tuning Unit and is part of the series HAM Radio QSK. It is hosted by Mr. X and is about 13 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is I cover the automatic tuning unit on my Kenwood TS940 Recome from HPR 2668. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Welcome, Hacker Public Radio audience. My name is Mr. X, and welcome to this podcast. As usual, I'd like to thank the people at HPR for making this service available to us all. HPR is a community-led podcast provided by the community for the community. That means you can contribute too. Why not pick up a microphone and give it a go? We'd all love to hear something from you. If all contributed, there'd be loads of shows. Right. This is one of my ad hoc shows. Um, it comes from response uh, that I got. I got a comment back from one of my previous shows. It's taken me this long to get around to uh, kind of reading it, and uh, I'm quite bad at, at uh, replying to comments. And it's regarding. Um, let me just see what shows are now. It's regarding uh, HPR two six six eight. Explaining the controls on my Amateur HF Radio Part 3. And it comes from, uh, the comment is from uh, Michael. And uh, he was basically uh, saying that uh, it would have been really nice to uh, to hear. Uh, I mentioned something about the, 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 tuning con- the automatic tuning unit on my Amateur HF Kenwood TS940S radio. And that's just quite interesting to hear, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, the reason for that was that, um, as most of the time is the case, I was short on time, and um, to to do the series, it it was all recorded in a one hour basically, and I was kind of desperate to get to the end of it and not have to stop in the middle and add it on, add a bit on the end. Um, I guess what I could have done is, is just record the whole thing and say, oh, I'll, I'll insert the sound here and at a later point in time recorded it, I suppose, but I was just, just a bit short in time. So I've got a little bit of time today, so I thought I would give you a little treat and let you hear the automatic, automatic tuning unit on my Kenwood TS940S. 
So I've had to, um, uh, as I previously said, my amateur radio uh, station can cause interference to the television set downstairs. Nobody else is in the house, so the I had to unplug the um, power cord from my television set so it doesn't power itself on, which is a bit bizarre, but it does. It, it, it powers itself on if I start transmitting. It's really strange. So there's obviously RF getting in somewhere, but um, it's um, some plug it in, that's fine. This doesn't seem to affect anything else in the house. Um, so, and the next problem I have is that my PC doesn't, uh, the PC's not near the radio, and um, my uh, my headphones, I've got, a he- I've got, I'm wearing headphones with a, a boom microphone, it's a gamer's headset, very cheap thing, nothing, nothing expensive at all, and uh, it, it won't reach the radio, so I'm currently using an old Samsung netbook thingy, a really old thing that... Uh, it runs uh, Lubuntu and um, Audacity. Uh, I'm running Audacity just now and it seems to run it very nicely. So uh, that's what we're using. And I'll transfer it to the PC and edit it at the end. But anyway, whew, I digress greatly. So I've got the radio here in front of me and I'll just click it on. Yeah, so it took you part to come on as you noticed. Uh, so that's it on, and I'll just turn the volume down, and uh, let's just see. Now I've just tuned it up, um, to just to make sure it, it, it was working before I recorded this, and it does indeed still work. It's very very mechanically and uh, mechanical, and, and there's, there's relays and uh, and um, kicking and groaning as a, as a, as a cogs turn round and whatnot inside the thing, and. You know, I, d- I did think uh, you, you, it's not. Me- I mean, I, I don't oil it. I don't do anything to it. Uh, it's amazing it wasn't jammed. Uh, I did so it was a bit slow uh, turning when I first tried it. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, so we're, we're currently on um, seven point one nine o uh, seven point one nine o megahertz. So if I just push my voice button. Oh no, that's the wrong button. It's this one here, isn't it? 7.19021. So there you go. That, that's where we're. That's where I tuned it up on. So it does. It, it the my antenna, which is in the loft, it's a half wave dipole. It's just two pieces of wire, basically. Um, it won't cover the the full uh, f, um, full width of the band. Uh, which uh, is a 40 meter band, 7 megahertz is, is, has got a wavelength of approximately 40 meters, which is why you call it the 40 meter band. And um, <clears throat> so if I tune it kind of around about the center, which is 7 megahertz, so we'll go down uh, from 7.2 to 7. I'll just turn that down or thereabouts. There's, there's nothing but noise and rubbish on, on at the moment. There's, there's, there's nothing to interesting to listen. I'll just let you hear as I spin the thing right down. And then something there. I got that wrong. Sorry, I'm going to... The centre is 7... Yeah, 7.1, isn't it? So... Because the bottom of the band is, is seven megahertz. That's right. Uh, so between seven and seven point two. So seven point one is kind of in the middle. So if if I and I just check, 
there's nothing there. So there's there's um, the ATU button. It's called. It's um, it's the, the legend on it is AT dot T antenna tuning unit dot T. I don't know what the T stands for, but um, yeah. So <coughs> when I push that button, it must change the uh, receive path in the radio, and you hear a, a light click from the re- receiver, but from the re- from a relay clicking inside the radio, and it, it sounds funny uh, if 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 there had been a um, a, a, a conversation going on, you could have heard it, but there's really nothing on the band. It's just very messy, very noisy just now. But when you push it, it's it it says um, antenna tuner unit antenna tuner auto tune ready, and it, and, it, and it maybe stays for five seconds and then reverts back to, uh, to its normal state. So you've only got so long to transmit. Bef- bef- once it's transmitting, it'll then try and tune tune up the radio. But if you don't transmit within a certain number of seconds, it will uh, drop back out. So I'll just turn the volume up so you can hear it, and then I'll push the button so you can hear the, the, maybe hear a difference in the audio. You maybe won't. I don't know. So we're going to push it now. That's it. And that's it goes back again. So you can probably hear it switching from one to the other. So I'll do that again. So you can hopefully hear the, hear the difference there. Um, so, what I've got to do, I'll just pick up the, the hand microphone here. And uh, what I'll do is I'll uh, push the AT.T key. And then within five seconds or so, push the um, the uh, PTT switch, the, the, the switch on the side of the microphone, hand microphone I've got here. And that will activate the transmitter on the radio and it will try and tune the load. Now, I'll just, out of interest sake, uh, I've got the radio switched to the SWR position, and if I click the transmitter, I'll just give a, a tiny, tiny wee, I'll just briefly speak into the microphone and see what sort of reading we're getting in the SWR. Uh, so where is the SWR scale is... Oh, I need to get down because I can't see it from here. Uh, oh yes, okay, here we go. It looks like it's 2.5, uh, so the SWR is, is sitting about 2.5, 2.5 to 1, is it? I think that's what you say. So, um, yeah, that's that's too high. You, you want it barely to move, really, ideally. Um, so, what I'll do, I'll just push the ATT, and then I'll push the, the button on the microphone, and you'll hear it grinding and crunching away as if... It won't be very long, because it doesn't take it terribly long to, 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 to find the the tune point so so here we go pushing ATT now PTT and it says tuning finished TX ready and then this display just goes back to the to the clock or whatever it was set to now if I push the PTT again and and give a brief whistle or a brief noise yeah it's 1.2 1.2 to 1 as opposed to 2.5 so there you go, it's, it's tuned the radio up um, uh, that's it so uh, <laughs> I bet you couldn't wait for that noise uh, It was uh, you were riveted to your seats and, and apologies, I should have really included I knew that at the time but as I say, I said previously that I, I, was, I was short on time um, and that's always the difficulty I got a certain period of time to, to, to do my recordings and then I do it and then it comes to show notes well 
you know you can you can stop and start show notes as you like, but when you when you're recording something, you really want to get it down in a winner sort of thing. So uh, that that's the way it goes. Phew. Well, there you go. I thought this would take about two three minutes, and we're now at I'm now at nearly eleven minutes. Uh, I almost forgot. Um, Michael also mentioned about uh, not giving an example about the uh, operation of the noise blanker on, uh, on the radio. Um, the noise blanker uh, is used to um, strip out uh, short um, pulsed type interference that uh, you get on the radio. Um, there's there's two noise blankers in the radio. Uh, one I think it's for sh- really really fast short pulses, and the second one's for slightly longer pulses. I think from memory. The trouble with this is that um, it, it is I need to hang around waiting for pulses like that to appear, so that I could use the noise blanker and find it. So um, it's kind of a wee bit impractical. I, I, maybe I could hunt around on the internet and find the examples of. A noise blanker working. And see, often these things don't work terribly well, and they don't work fantastically well on the nine on, on the nine forty. But they work better than I've experienced on, on other radios. Let's say um, sometimes it really works quite well. But I say you might have a, an idling car outside, and and the spark ignition uh, causes sort of ticking noises on, in the radio and pushing the noise blanker in it and adjusting the how how aggressively it takes out um, sort of um, can remove it basically and you almost don't notice the, the missing bits of audio that are that are taken out um, so yeah it, it was lack, lack of time again well anyway I hope you found that interesting and until next time I'll sign off this is Mr X signing off if you want to contact me you can contact me at Mr X at HPR at googlemail.com that's M-R-X-A-T-H-P-R, the at symbol, googlemail.com. So until next time, thank you and goodbye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hekka Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.